Okay, good evening ladies. So, two weeks from tonight is Rosh Hashanah. So, it's, uh, it's, it's only proper that uh, we should be working on ourselves. And not only should we be working ourselves, we should be rejoicing on our ability to do that. Right? It's, it's actually a tremendous simcha uh, in life that we have the ability to improve ourselves, uh, to better ourselves. And in part of bettering ourselves, how much happier to be to better ourselves in things of happiness, right? To be happier people, to be more freilich, to freedom. You know what I'm talking about, right? Great. Uh, uh, people. It's, so all of Rosh Hashanah, all of Yom Kippur is about improving. Now, it's not only about improving, of course, it's fixing the past, but a large part of it is improvement itself. So we've been talking about the past few weeks um, about Simcha. So Mother Miyuchad Kovas Simcha Now the truth is, um, by boys, by men, there's more of a Hadgasha, more of an emphasis on, on Torah study. Um, but there's unquestionably uh, by ladies as well, albeit like what we're doing tonight. <laughs> this is illumination of Hashem's Torah. Uh, so uh, there's a tremendous simcha in connecting to Hashem's Torah, to understanding Hashem's Torah. HaTorah omeres al-atzma, the Torah says about itself, it's a pasuk in Mishlei, that at the end of the eighth parak of Mishlei is a few psukim uh, that Shlomo HaMelech says, a few verses on how profound Torah is, how special Torah is, how precious Torah is. And the Torah says, amon. And I was like a nursling by God. Something that God rejoices with every day. It means it's actually the expression of God in this world. The Pesukah Meir and Mishle in Proverbs talk about the Torah is the blueprint of the world, the expression of Hashem in the world. And the verse, when re- referring to that, the Pesukah, when it talks about that, is Mahusu Shal Torah Hishashuim. That the essence of Torah is like playthings, is joy, it's like a, a toy almost. And it makes a person happy. Um, actually, they show that when a person studies Torah, they, their endorphins increase. Right? Uh, so it, it actually, horm- the, 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 you know, the happiness hormone actually increases. And, and I think that's really on, 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 a, on a, we'll get to in a second, but on a spiritual plane, because you're connecting to Hashem, but also on a, uh, on a natural plane, and that's the more you understand the world, the more the happier you are. Like, Torah is or. Torah or. It's, 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 you know, Torah is light. Torah is emes. Torah is truth. And when you connect to that, there's an illumination, there's a, a simcha, there's a joy that comes well, with that. Because Barucho and and Hashem loves it and enjoys her. Why? It's what connects Hashem to this world, right? The the, the path. You know, I said this to the men yesterday in a different context, but that I think I believe it's of hers who says that prayer is when we talk to God. And Torah is when God talks to us. 
Torah tells us God's message and praise when we, prayers when we talk to Hashem. Both, of course, are, are eminently uh, important. Uh, if you don't have Torah study, there is no connection to Hashem. And if there's no... There's, there's, Jews who do not know Torah do not have a connection to Hashem. The, the, the pathway... Um, if you want to become more observant, if you want to have more of a connection, you need to have some connection to Torah study. You need to have Jewish knowledge. Without knowledge, you have no connection to Hashem. Um, there are even, it's amazing to me, uh, the past few weeks, I've been having lunch, lots of lunches, and, and some of these people that I've had lunch with are very active Jews. What are they? Now, and, and they, but I would, unfortunately... Um, one of them never goes to synagogue, including Yom Kippur. One of the people I met with recently told me that he doesn't know if he believes in God or not, but he comes on the high holidays to us to the temple, synagogue, whatever, simply because he wants to hedge his bets. <laughs> Something that, in that extent. Um, but it's remarkable to me that these are, first of all, they're good people, as far as menschlich people, but, but they're also active in Judaism. But what they don't have is any connection to Hashem. They have no... Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It means they could be pro-Israel, they could be uh, involved in whatever federation, even in their temple or whatever synagogue, but they have no connection to Hashem. They, they, they have a zero... It's, it's a connection to their past. It's a, it's a connection to the Jew, their, their grandparents or their great-grandparents or their culture or their nationality or they're, of course, rallied... Uh, their heritage, they're rallied by anti-Semitism, um, and of course, on a subconscious level, we would say that they have the Pentelayid. There's a, there's a connection to, to Yiddishkeit, to Judaism, without knowing why. But they, in their in the conscious level, they have no connection to Hashem. And unfortunately, these individuals, I, I will, I know them, have no Torah knowledge whatsoever. There's, no, there's nothing to base it on. These aren't guys like learn to do Shiva, learn Gemara, learn Tanakh. You know, they're not coming to a class like you, ladies. They have no, they have no connection. Um, so, the, the 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 if you don't have a, a, a Torah, you'll have no connection to Hashem. Um, and, and even by by what you call Orthodox Jews, um, you could see a very distinct difference for those who study Torah. Those who do not, they they live differently. There are, there's like it's like different galaxies of a, a Jew who has a connection to Torah, and just once it all comes to pray, I'm talking people who believe in Hashem and who will pray. It's because the depth of it is completely different when you have a connection to Torah study. And if there's no connection to Hashem, says Ravobi, Lama Lanu Chaim. What in the world is the purpose of life? To be an advanced ape. Not that we come from apes, but you get my point. <laughs> right? Right? To, to sit and live 70, 80, 100 years, the cash is a night, sir, and you have no connection to Hashem. There's like, where, where's nothing, the, the, the essence of life is to have a connection to Hashem. And by the way, this eternal spirit, the, the nitzchis, the eternal soul, is because we're connected to Hashem. And the, that connection to Hashem is only through Torah HaKadoshah. Why, by the way, 
Um, their Jewish parents, for generations, <laughs> spend untold money on Jewish education, push themselves to no end that their Yiddish children or grandchildren should have a chinuch of Torah. It's, it's, it's a mistake to think it's just about to be an observant person. It's to give this child a connection to Hashem. Because you, we only have to look at the world around us to see Rahman al-Atzlan, Jewish children without connection to Hashem, where they end up. Okay? Rahman al-Atzlan. Uh, those Jewish children, um, you know, the people I'm meeting the past couple of weeks, I meet with younger people also, or older people, they're lucky, you know, 50 years ago, you know, it was less, the world was less egalitarian, so Jews typically marry Jews today. Anyone like them are gone. They're, they're for sure marrying, statistically, they're marrying a non-Jew. I mean, that's just the, the harsh reality of being a small minority in a world without any knowledge of Hashem and no anti-Semitism, certainly in the, the circles they're in, uh, at least no aversion. I mean, the, we, we're most nefesh. When, when a Jewish mother cries that her, her son or daughter should have a connect, Torah, it's that they should have a connection to Hashem. Without Torah, there's no connection to the Rebbe Shalom. And even if Rahman is a Jew, actually, at some level, it's a good. They have some connection to, 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 to Jewish people, right? And they have no connection to Hashem, the, the existential chasm that they have. What in the world is the purpose of life for that? Um, by the way, I'll hold that sire. And we start teaching kids Torah at a young age. Right? You don't even get it yet. When you're a little kid, you don't appreciate what it means to be connected to Hashem. <laughs> you're not savvy enough to understand what it means. To, I mean, children don't appreciate having a relationship with their parents at a young age. Right? They don't even have that. How they get to connect to Hashem is even more schwer, is even more challenging. Uh, uh, the the, the Sacha. It's enough that they have a connection to studying Torah, to learning Torah. But if you really want to have it, it's you have to rejoice that Torah is emes, Torah is truth, Torah is or. When you, if you learn Hilchah Shabbos or Hilchah Kosher, you know, the laws, you're getting an illumination of how to live as a Jew. When you're learning Ali Shur, you're having how a Jew thinks in this world, or Mesol Sharim. When you're, when you're hearing the rabbi on Shabbos, you learn, you learn laws of davening, or appreciation of davening. Uh, when, when you hear a shir online, and if, you know, uh, if you like Rabbi Foreman, you can hear how the psukim are connecting. Or you hear Rabbi Tzinheller, you're hearing deep ideas uh, in life, whoever it may be, or, or Rabbi Tatz, for those who like him. Point being is, you, you rejoice in Emes, and, and, and having that appreciation of, of, of Hashem's Torah in this world, the wisdom of Torah, the, 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 the edification of Torah, uh, and, and, and to, 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 to love it, and to appreciate it. And Rabos now this is a little bit for the men. If you learn the Talmud inside in depth, and I will say by the way, even with Gemara, for the beginning people in Gemara, there's very little. It's it's mechanics. There's no. It's like you're on a leap of faith to get to that point where you'll enjoy it. Um, 
anyone who just dabbles in Gemara is not really going to love and rejoice with Gemara. Uh, it takes being shakua, immersed uh, in it. One of the reasons why the Torah does not obligate ladies to be immersed in Gemara is because they're immersed in family and children. That's one of, of, we're not discussing women in Gemara tonight, but that's one of the reasons. It's simply just, if you just read Gemara, a little bit of Gemara, right? I mean, if you ladies choose to learn Gemara on your own, you're allowed to do that. The curriculum is not the way, but if you want to open a Gemara, it's not, it's not, not, not Isser, but you probably, or any man, would get very little out of it. There'd be very relatively little. To, it takes being submerged in it. It takes an overwhelming focus on it. It takes years of study on it. And then you can delve into the depth of, of, of Shas. Achanazu lefamim yesh lefamim enayna. And the truth is, is, sometimes learning and everything else is... Um, I learned in yeshivas, probably, arguably, the best yeshivas in the world. And there are people who loved learning and were jumping in joy. But I can tell you, not everyone was every day, ah, you know, dancing and jumping in the Gemara room, you know, in the, in the base of that wasn't, It wasn't like you would see that every single person was like, wow. Because there you know, there's ups and downs um, in their learning as well. But when he says as follows... Because even by Torah, it's only when you have a clarity in your Torah study. Um, he says, we're not really discussing Torah today, and we're for sure not. What you have to understand, what we need to understand is, What we need to focus on right now, though, is when... When you have understanding of Torah, that's when you have rejoicing in Torah. When, you, when, you're, when you're working on truly understanding Torah, if you're just sitting in front of a Talmud out of coercion or this is what you're supposed to be doing, right, you're not necessarily going to be b'semech. Uh, but if you come to Torah with the proper understanding, and the first thing is, is that Torah is chiyunis. Torah is essential. B'shashen, v'varchem b'chitz Torah. You all bless the Torah in the morning? We are really brought, making a bracha. It's on life. <laughs> yeah, the Torah is life. If you wouldn't have Torah, you would have no purpose to life. You would be like an advanced amoeba. I'm serious. There would be no... Without a connect, when I see Jews without a connection to Hashem, I cry. I honestly... I don't cry physically. I, my neshama cries. If I, when I meet a person and they tell me they don't talk to their parents and I do meet such people, I feel terrible for them and I feel bad for their parents, but I feel terrible for them. Kind of, what kind of wacko doesn't speak to their parents? Uh, you know, uh, barring rat, you know, really abusive, I'm not talking about, I'm talking, I'm not talking about really abusive situation. I'm talking about normal functionality. A person just doesn't care enough to talk to their parents. They're so immersed in their own lives. They're so irrelevant, anything beyond them. You feel bad for them. They don't realize what they're missing. But not a relationship to Hashem is an eternal reality. That is like, not even eternal, it's like you're missing the board of life. So you can walk around a, a, a hospital like Kaiser or Google um, or Yahoo. Yahoo, it's not called Yahoo, whatever Yahoo is called today. Or Intel. I think it's switched. They were bought out. I think they changed the name. I think the email stole Yahoo, but the company's not. Um, but my point is, you can walk around and the person doesn't have a connection to Hashem. It's like, that is tragedy of tragedies. And if you have Torah, when you're saying that bracha on Torah, 
then you should do a jig. You can do a jig, you know. Uh, what? I can't do it. It's not seamless. Why? You say in the show? Oh, I say at home. I say at home. So you don't even know. Maybe I'm doing a jig. You won't. Uh, you know, we call Minasalano as Tirasa. Amazing that we have Torah. And what Torah really means is you have a connection to Hashem. That when we rejoice with Torah, it's that we're rejoicing that we have a connection to the Shalom. That's an amazing thing. That's, a, that's like a mamish gaval de kazakh. That's like so, ama- so amazing that we, ha- that we have that. Uh, that's really what we're jo- rejoicing for. And, and perhaps the, the, the major thing to understand this is there are some people who think that you can have atzvas and avodas Hashem. That part of avodas Hashem is to have sadness. Um, you know, a person, this is actually very pertinent and germane, for this time of year. A person thinks, you know what, I'll be sad because of my sins. Like, I'm supposed to be sad because of my sins. Or, I really, I feel terrible that my source Hashem is so shvach. I remember once I was helping a lady. Only a lady can do this. The men can't do this. It's called crying, by the way. <laughs> men have, I don't know, men, I, I, you know, barring a few things, men don't cry. Uh... <coughs> I would like to be able to cry more personally, to tell you the truth, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's a, certainly a mile up. But what? What? Tishba. T- men, you encourage it. I encourage it. No, no, but I, it, the men are much more weak. I'm telling you, men are. Men, men are you don't see too many men who do that. Yeah, men are, men, men are, men are dry. What is that they were brought up? What? No. It's, not, it's, just, it's just a societal thing. No, also. no, no. <laughs> it's societal. Men don't cry too easily. They're, they're less. They're less rigged. Men don't daven as easier as women. Also, that's why many women. You see, I see this. I can see the men and the women. You know, I'll see. I'm gonna embarrass you. I'm sorry, Mrs. Bella. If she, if Halavai, when Torah comes out, most men should be daven like she does. Like you know, I have a good view of the whole show. Trust me. The men are like stoic a little. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are men who, who who pray, but when I see someone chuckling, it's either. A person who lost his job if it's a guy or it's a lady. <laughs> yeah, or, or someone. Like, the women are naturally more, they're more regish. There's more hergish naturally. It doesn't mean men can't be. It doesn't mean, you know, this goes Kabbalistically. Anyways, I don't get to hold men and women discussion now, but I remember a woman, I was talking to a woman who was actually working on herself. And it was before Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, I forget which one. And this woman was crying her head off. It was on the phone, actually. It was in my office. Although you'll notice I have a tissue box by the front of my desk. That's for the woman. I've never had a man cry in my office. Never. Not once. Uh, I have many women uh, about small things cry. A man can do the worst thing in the world, you know, and not cry. Uh, um, a woman, I, I, I had men come into my office in the morning of Yom Kippur in bad situations and they don't cry. A woman, a woman like misses a bracha, she could be crying in my office. It's really the difference. But this was this woman was crying about um, that she felt like she was lacking in her avoda, and, and and not not crying like ruchnis cry, but crying like feeling terrible about herself. Um, and so what Revolva says is that is not what we're supposed to be doing. That kind of atzvus, 
is coming is from the Kvedis Hagof, which you started talking about, right? Right when that, that, that the offer, the, the 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 part which makes us give up, uh, the part which makes us uh, sad, the part which makes us paralyzed and lazy, Ukvedis Hagof, and he says the first step to rectify that situation is Hatzara Rishon Ba'avoyda you shouldn't be this. Now you have to pat in the brackets here, something very important. Ah, you find in so many of the Sifri and Musr, so many books of ethics, about daiga, worry about your sins, pachad, fear about, it's a kid of fear about your sins, nothing else. Anacha, sighing about the, the lack of, uh, of your service of Hashem. This is not talking about a person who struggles with general atzvahs. <laughs> okay? This is talking about like my Rebbe Rebbe Shmuel Kamenetsky who walks around happy all day. It, when he cries on Yom Kippur or feels bad, it's, it's not because he's, he's generally sad and, or generally struggling with laziness and atzvahs and thinking negatively. It's because he's above that. You understand what I'm saying? He's above that. He says, the first thing you need to do is be above, you have to be, you have to feel amazing about yourself. You need to feel how lucky I am to have a connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu. How amazing it is that I'm, uh, that I'm a Jew. How lucky it I, I am to be a, a Torah Jew. And that has to be your overarching, overwhelming feeling. It has to be how beautiful Hashem's world is. I, this morning, I was happy it was raining, but I was really happy in the afternoon. The, wor- the weather this afternoon was gewaldic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I walked from my house here after, mm-hmm. I was, was like, cold for you? it was perfect. <laughs> it was so nice. I was like, I could have walked. I was singing in the rain. I, I, love I drove in the rain. <laughs> I said, uh, singing in the oh, you did? You were walking this morning in the rain? I walked this morning. Good for you. So hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it was really, it so came down at one point, Baruch Hashem. I was, I was happy it was raining. I was happy. That's I was, when we were yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. I remember that. I saw that. Um, but, but you, that is the overarching thing of a person. That's a person who doesn't have kvedas or offer. And then such a person could then say, "Wow, I'm like, I'm upset about what I'm doing because that is not coming." When somebody is in general struggling with uh, self-esteem or depression or lack of self-worth, and they cry about their sins, it's not. It's, it's all connected. It's not coming from a high place. And I, I, honestly, it's usually not coming from a healthy place. Okay? Don't get revolva or me wrong. Of course we should be concerned about our sins. But the first thing is to, or, 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 to be living a life of simcha. <laughs> and then we could say, oh, I, I need to work on things. Is this clear, by the way? Yes. Be, because... Again, I will. Good people and very fine people will make them are miserable and make themselves more miserable. And they think the Torah wants them to be miserable. <laughs> like that's what Shuma is. You know, no, the first thing is actually the Hasidim have a good line. They talk about doing Chuva, repenting, returning to Hashem. <laughs> right? Chuva is connecting to Hashem, returning to Hashem. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning, the whole purpose of Torah is to connect us to Hashem. So the Chassim said, when you want to do tshuva, it's sar the asatayv. Distance from evil and then do good. Which means as follows. If you, want, if you do something wrong, or if you feel bad of yourself, 
the tshuva you do will be negative. It will be like self-flagellating yourself, where it breaks you into afar, into paralyzation, into sadness, into uh, despair. That is not what Hashem wants. So distance yourself from bad. Get yourself in a positive frame of mind. Look and sing in the rain. Don't really sing, just to quote uh, Miss Bellin over here, because then you'll be Kalisha in the public. But sing to yourself in the rain. Or sing quietly in the rain. Right? Sing in the rain. Right? Or enjoy the afternoon breezy walk. Or love life. Sing Say how fortunate I am, how lucky I am. Come to after Monday night class, feel great about yourself. Gavaldik. Then, when you're in a good state of mind, you can be asatot, do tshuva. When you feel, look, I, 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 I'm so lucky. Like, life is so amazing. How could I have done this? That's doing it in a, in a healthy manner. You know, uh, the, you know when there, there are certain people who are very nervous, and when they do things, it's like their nervousness paralyzes them. I, I, I get those kind of questions all the time. So there's some people who are very sad, and the inner service of Hashem, their sadness paralyzes them. I get those kind of questions all the time. There are certain people who lack self-esteem. It's the same thing. All of that, says Revolve, is not where you should be doing anything with. It's when you're above that. So the first thing is to do Simcha. Now, on Yom Kippur, let's say a person's not holding by that. So I, I, would, I would argue that you need to come into Yom Kippur with Simcha. Right? In fact, what is Yom Kippur called? I've said this more than once in Yom Kippur. It's the happiest day of the year. <laughs> it's, it's, it is the happiest day of the year. That's what the Talmud calls it. Um, you have to come. Happiest day of the year. Uh, uh, you celebrate with us. Yeah, you have to be happy with us. Uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah is a little bit different. Then it's, it's still a happy day, though. Of course, it's still... It's still it's, 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 it's we, we, get, we, we get our haircuts, we eat and we drink. Um, but with Russian, there's also a certain amount of trepidation. Yom Kippur actually is a cleansing day. The essence of Yom Kippur is to cleanse. And that's why it's Yom Slicha Mechila. So we got the second Aserah Stibris, second of the Ten Commandments. Um, but the point he's making is a very important point. I can't tell you how often people confuse tshuva or feeling bad or service of Hashem. The first step of success in serving God is to love yourself, feel good about yourself, be happy, not in our system, just appreciate what it is. Right? And that, that's the first up. And then you can do it in a healthy fashion. Um, another thing that pulls us up from the Kveda Saguf, because when we're lacking vitality, we're lacking rejoicing, we're lacking simcha, we have less energy, we have less powers uh, to do things. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a mother of kids, I've met such people, uh, if, you're, if you're not in a good mood, it's hard to do it. If, you, if you're a teacher, you know, you're in a classroom, I, 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 you know, I really vividly remember certain, I'm sure we all do, the best teachers we're happy people because you have power to teach. You're not, you have, you have, you have, you have, you're not, you expanded. So if you're short and you're unhappy, you can't teach. Um, it says, in a cop de Malamed, an angry person can't be a teacher. Um, so, when we're pulled down, we have less energy. So how, 
just on another level of heichla simcha, in the, in the chamber of, of, of happening, being happy, the Gemara says the following thing in, in, in Brachas 31a. It's also a Gemara in Shabbos 30b. Tanu Rabbanon, there's a Braisa. In Omdin Lehispalo, a person should not stand and pray. Lomitoch Atzlas, not when they're lazy. Lomitoch Schaik, and we're not when they're joking around. Lomitoch Sicha, and not when they're schmoozing. Lomitoch Kalashros, and not when they're in a frivolent Samain. And not when they're just talking about stupidity beforehand. When you come in and you're happy and you're rejoicing and you want, then you want to connect to Hashem because remember the essence of prayer as well as is, is connecting to Hashem. We're we're talking to Hashem. That's what prayer is. Prayer is us talking to Hashem. And so when you're a then you can you can pray. Then you have the kach to pray. You have the desire to pray. You have the hearts. But the hearts is an easy one. It's, come on, it's almost like English. The heart, the leave to pray. You know, the also says, When Shlomo, King Solomon says, I praise happiness. What happens? Is happiness when you eat a chocolate? Well, so there's something to say about that. Uh, you know. A good, in the morning, in coffee in the morning, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, it was like a serious situation in my house today. I told him if we were out of coffee pods, it was like, this is like, <laughs> almost like, I don't, I, I, shouldn't even, I wouldn't even joke around compared to a sad day, but, but it's, you know, a good cup of coffee. But really, what's real simcha? What's lasting simcha? It's simcha shal mitzvah. Real, real simcha is a simcha shal mitzvah. Because again, what's a simcha shal mitzvah? It's eternity. Like you're creating an eternal connection, right? You're you're building something forever. The steak doesn't last. The chocolate doesn't last. The coffee doesn't last. The the, the mitzvah is eternal. Okay. The rejoicing with that is eternal. The the mitzvah is tzavsak connects us to God, right? We're connecting to hakadosh baruch hu. in a The connection to Hashem. Right? This is this is fundamental. If you want to have Hashem in your life, if you want to live with Hashem, you need to have simcha. You don't have a, a shechina in your life. A shechina, of course, is Hashem in this world. Shechina is malchus in Kabbalah. Right? The shechina is not shera. It's, it's malchus is the nekeva, is the feminine. When I can think of it now, part of uh, the manifestation of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's this world. If you're sad, you will not feel God. You will not be with God at some level. Now when you're a lazy bum, and you don't believe in yourself, and you're despairing. And if you're laughing your head off at bad jokes. Uh, and now when you're frivolous, and there's nothing really of reverence and of value. It's simcha shometzah. You know what? You want to feel Hashem. You want to be with Hashem. You want to connect to Hashem. You need to have simcha shahoda. Amar Rav Yehuda v'chalant var halacha also for halacha. That is says Rav Albash. Ashras Hashem to be with Hashem. The greatest, as we just started tonight, the greatest thing in the world is to have a connection to Hashem. <laughs> Not only is it the purpose of life. If you don't have a connection to Hashem, what in the world are you in this world? You're right. You're really you have no existential value. <laughs> Think about it. 
It, it, it really, there's, 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 a, there's a chasm of existential value. It doesn't mean you won't have a... You, there are decent people who live in the world who don't have a connection to Hashem. But, the, but the, the, there's nothing existential about them. There's nothing there eternal. It's just like, they will die and they're, they're, they're forgotten. There's nothing more than, you know, than, than a momentary reality. Um, but, but, but more than that, I mean, to live in this world, as I mentioned, you can, you can live in this world not talking to your parents, or, and, or, or a parent not to talk to a child. By the way, I've never, all of those things scar a person. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. You, when you don't talk to uh, uh, your child or your parent, there's a scar there. Uh, and when a Jew doesn't have a connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, or even a guy, there's a scar there. I mean, there's no way not to have that. Um, so for Yid to walk around this world and not a connection to, to his creator, to Zavinush Avinu, we're going to say in Rosh Hashanah, Avinu, our Father in Heaven. Now we're talking about from Jews. Not talking about, you know, not talking about Mark Feinstein walking around San Francisco with Christina Han, his Chinese girlfriend, you know, uh, you know, working for Yelp and going out for whatever, Treif. Uh, has no shaykhist to HaKadosh Baruch except he goes to Temple Emmanuel once a year on Yom Kippur and hears that Trump is the, the reason we have to, to fight the country, you know. And that's the, the one thing on Yom Kippur, at Temple Emmanuel. Um, so, I'm not talking about Jew. I'm not talking about us. Everyone in this room. Us. You know what it means not to have Hashem? If you're, if you if you, if we, Hashras Shechino, if we lack Simcha, we won't have Hashras, we, we won't have Phil Hashem. I, I, I remember, when I was in Yeshiva, somebody asked me to help a boy. Somebody asked me to help out a young man. Had terrible anxiety. Terrible. As Mama Shenebuch. This guy was like, how do I describe it even? I, it's a Pella. I, I don't know why I ended up doing this. It was a, relatively young. Um, they thought I could help him. Um, but, I mean, I'll jump to the end, by the way. The end was, I, the, the, the Mashkich Halekwood told me to tell his parents that he needs to get medication for anxiety and therapy. And the parents did not want that because... Uh, so, what? They don't believe in the medicine. Shanda, this, whatever it is to have it. He said, if they would have a kidney illness or a liver illness, would you not treat that? You're crazy. Someone's physically ill, you treat it. Someone is incapacitated. This guy was not functioning. I I thought he would be even suicidal. That's how terrible this guy's anxiety was. Uh, I mean, really, like, like everything was paralyzation. Like it, it was terrible. Do you think he walked around feeling Hashem? He did not, and he was learning in yeshiva. Okay, you can't. You do not feel Hashem in your life. That's why this guy can think even the word suicide or hating or off. I mean, you just walk around miserable. You know. Again, when he was treated in his situation, I happen to know that at least some connection, at least till today. Normal person, happy guy. He didn't treat it. That was that was the. But when you when you when you lack simcha, shechina, you lack Hashem. You can't focus on Torah. What person's stirred? You know what stirred is? I know what stirred is. It's a gavaldic word. It's a gavaldic word. 
Shtar means you're bothered, you're angry, you're, you're disturbed, you're anxious, you're sad, you're, you're, you're weighted down, you're despairing, you're lamenting. Um, shtar, like I'm, so you're shtar, you can't focus on, you can't focus on Torah. You can't focus on Torah if you're all sad. In fact, Torah is, is the whole essence of Torah is happiness, as we mentioned in the beginning tonight. And tefillah, if you're not about Chana, Chana be'etzem, or Rufko, when they cried, it was like I said before, their essence was happiness. It's, they felt a lack in this area, and it, it was from above, right? But when you're when a person's broken, broken. They can't cry and they can't pray. I mean, they can cry, but they won't cry. It's cries of despair. <laughs> right? This is a cry of despair and a cry of hope. There's a difference between a cry of despair and a cry of hope. Uh, um, you despair means there's no hope. You, know, you, you cry over a destroyed reality. Um, that person, you know, I, I, I remember someone telling me they were helped, uh, not me. That somebody they knew, a religious lady, her whole life, not a youngster, her husband got very, very sick, and she could not pray. She was so tzabrachen. Now, what would most people do? You better pray. Like right? never before. Huh? Like never before. Like never before. That's why we're lacking in this world. But she became paralyzed by it. Um, so, three things. Torah. Tefillah, having Hashem, being close to Hashem, Shalash Maila Salyanis, Ulakula, and all three, you need to have Simcha to truly get. Amar Shabakomakam, we said a, few, a couple of weeks ago that whenever there's Achtas, when there's husband and wife relationships, when there's an understanding and seeing Hashem in this world, or seeing that everything in our life has a rhyme and a reason, there is Simcha. But Tefillah, and when tefillah, we, we're one with Hashem. The Torah, we're one with, the desire, with God's will for the world. Nevuah, prophecy, it comes within the highest level of Hashrash HaShchina. The most, when a Jew can be at the highest connection to Shechina, then they can become prophecy, which is not possible, unfortunately, today, uh, in the world we live in. But in the time of Mesa Nigdash, a Jew will be so close to Hashem that they actually can become a, a Navi. But all three of these things, the, the denominator, common denominator to, to achieve them is simcha. Because simcha, to have true rejoicing, is his achdas, is the oneness, is the connection uh, in this world. It's connecting with our creator. It's connecting with the purposes. It's feeling one at all. That's why he says an amazing thing. It's actually, it's, it predates, of course, Revol, but Rebbein Yena says this, Rabbeinu is the great uh, 13th century Spanish sage in his Pirush and Brachas. But when we're Sameach, we go from Gaal Yisrael to Shimon Esther. And we pray in the morning and night and afternoon. We say Gaal Yisrael to Shimon Esther. The Talmud says, if you're Sameach, you're a You're a person who's going to get the world to come. What does that mean? Rashi says, um, that says in the Talmud Yushami, what, a person who doesn't go from Gaal Yisrael to Shimon Esther, he speaks in between, he's not, he's a hefsek, right, he's not Sameach. We go straight. But if you're not, it's, for, it's compared to 
person who loves the king, he knocks on his door, Yatsa HaMelech, Umatsa Shehifli, the king comes and finds he left. So the king also leaves. Right? It means you lose their connection. Gal Yisrael? What is Gal Yisrael? It's thinking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. El Adam Makarav LaKadosh Baruch Elav. You've got to feel close to Hashem. You want to pray? You want to, you want to have a relationship with Hashem? You want to talk? You've got to feel close to Hashem. When you're really close to Hashem, you know, and you feel close, and there's a loving bond, you can ask what you need, right? If you're in a marriage, you want to get something, not because you want something for yourself, but you, you want to have a close bond. You're in a relation with a parent or a child. You know, you want a bond. And then you can, right? And this is the, the bond. This is the ultimate bond, is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, it, it, at some level, we're, we're even in any, it's the only relationship which can be complete, complete, is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you want to have that connection, and then you can be asked, God, really, I need health, I need money, I need a, a, a new job, I, I need a house, I, whatever you need, because the depth of, then you can come ask for what you need. Um, and Baruch, the Baruch of Gal Yisrael, Geula, if you think about it, if you use our, we use our brains, Adam mamish mikaras akash baruchu. What are we saying? Gal Yisrael. We're saying who is baruch oimel yado, and at that point we start shemun esrei al tefila mitoch simcha. Right? It would say, we think about geulas mitzrayim or by 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 mincha ashrei. Ashrei yisrael yisecha. Praise the Lord. Right? How lucky are we? Ashrei, ashrei. Thank you, Hashem. How lucky I am to be in your house, in the shul, especially in Amachan. Right? Right. No, it's an Ashrei. It's, it's a Gal Yisrael. It's an amazing reality. There's a, an appreciation. There's a starting point. Um, there's a starting point. Uh, the thought, the cogitation, and contemplation of leaving Egypt, causes simcha. All of the miracles that we, we learn about in Pesach and we, we, and we focus on. And it brings Hashem to us also. It's a, it's a loving relationship. And that's how you come into to Davin. Ashrei. Ga'al Yisrael. And not only the leaving of Egypt, but all of the Midas, how God, just like by Yetzirah Mitzrayim, Hashem deals with the world always, right? Everything that happened to me today, all of my occurrences, all of my experiences, is Hashkocha. Because Yetzirah Mitzrayim is the ultimate manifestation of God's divine presence in this world. That was the point of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. And Dafu Baruch HaGulah, we say Yisrael five times. It's also Tasha remind Hashem about us, right? You know, you know, it's a courtship. You know, it's a courtship. Hashem loves her name. It's actually a, a, a chazal. Well, it's not for now. 
Zemur Asimcha, this relationship between us and Hashem causes happiness. And then you can pray. And then you can dab. When there's a when there's a freilichness, freilichkeit, then you can pray. When you're when you're sad, when you're when you're bitter, that that is not a way to have a relationship with Hashem. That is, um, and it's not, and how amazing simcha is that you can bring Hashem into your life. How awesome that is that you can have the shchina through that. When you say Gal Yisrael, uh, think about loving Hashem. And as you come into Shimon Esrei, uh, you'll be able to pray properly. Uh, we, we are actually, as mentioned, two weeks away. Next week we're going to finish up uh, this section until after Sukkot. We'll take a break. Um, but, you know, certainly if you want to appreciate Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, uh, and have a, a relationship we do have a connection to Torah and Mitzvahs, as, as I started tonight. We have a, a connection to Hashem. The more and the stronger and the happier our relationship to our Father in Heaven is, the more successful we'll be in the next two weeks. And, and I, 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 uh, I, I encourage everybody to, you know, to think about this, because if you want to have a good Rosh Hashanah and a good Yom Kippur, let alone Sukkot, which is yeah, we have to realize the starting point. The starting point is Simcha. Okay, we'll hold it.